Welcome to Excellent Adventures, where I, your host, Reese Sweeney, take a step away from my duties as a radio and TV personality and give you a first-hand look at my other love, backyard chickens and homesteading. Take a listen to conversations I have with others who are in farming, homesteading, and connected brands. And some of those conversations go a little like this. She does say I have too much, though. She says I have too many, but I don't think I have enough. The chicken math started mathing. Yep, yep, it's never ending. I only started with like four laying hens. Now I have over 100 chickens and geese and quail. So the first question we ask everybody that comes on to the Excellent Adventures, what was your old cluck moment? The first thing that comes to mind is when the first time I got locked inside one of my own chicken coops. We talk about the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Now let's see who's on this episode of Excellent Adventures. All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Excellent Adventures. Today we have a very special guest coming all the way live from Tennessee. We have Mel, a.k.a. Wilmer, the Wonder Hen on all social media platforms. She has her own podcast. She has her own homestead, all types of backyard poultry and more. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. One of my favorite people to follow on social media. Um, I, I have a ton of questions because I'm about to get into ducks and I'm excited about that. And I see you've been living your best duck life and, and geese life. Actually, goose life. I don't even know how to say it. Is it goose or geese? Well, <laughs> they're, goose life. they're goslings when they're babies. And then depending on if it's a male or female, it'd be goose or gander. So. There you go. Well, she's been goosing and gandering around and she's also has uh, the backyard poultry and uh, just just wonderful to have you on the show we appreciate you joining us today We're all right let's fans. talk about it so the first question i love to ask people is what was your old cluck moment what was that moment that you knew you were in for it, that chicken math has hit and you are now a chicken mama Whew. well uh to make it a little short i guess the answer in a short way is uh i only started with like four laying hens and that was like like over 10 years ago and now I have over 100 chickens and geese and quail and uh, so the aha moment for me like this is really real is uh, I'd say maybe two years ago two years ago it hit me I was like I have my own group a gang a gang a gang of minions that could just take over the whole neighborhood you know what you would be a, a key component to the chicken wars video right now the chicken wars videos that are yeah. circulated you have over you are at the century mark over a hundred birds that's nut that is my dream I have like eight, eight or nine coops, mm -hmm. this elaborate quail aviary that only has like six quail in it. It's a very mm. small covey, so it's mm -hmm. like this huge elaborate thing. And then I just built a goose pen, and you know, they have to have their own pool and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, so yeah. Cool, cool. I was actually a little like apprehensive about getting geese because I've, I've heard they can be aggressive sometimes. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that type of commitment. Yeah, they can be aggressive, but not to the person that they imprint on. Mm. So so once they, the goslings, you don't want to get grown geese, like adult geese. I think that would be very hard to uh, imprint yourself on them. But if you get goslings when they're little babies and they see you at, as mama, so okay. they're going to they're gonna imprint themselves onto you and then they will be your friends for life. Oh, I like that. I love that for life situation. That's the type of relationship. I need in my life right now. 
<laughs> they live a long time, like 20 years. Oh, I mean, wow. if, okay. if they're taken care of well, you know, without getting right. caught by a predator or something, but typically like 20 years. So it's a, wow. it's a huge commitment. If you try to get rid of them, I mean, it's kind of like you're breaking a bond that you've created with them. So it'd be kind of yeah. heartbreaking it's good so like you said they really imprint i know uh i know some dogs do that wolves do that as well um which is which is an amazing thing so i i thought as i read somewhere which i didn't think was true and i'm glad that you're on the show and this is what excellent adventures is all about i thought that you actually had to hatch them for for them to imprint on you but if you get baby goslings or ducklings they will yeah. imprint on you yeah, I've done it both ways. I, I picked up my live geese from a breeder, Marissa, from King's Cox and the Mother Cluckers. Uh-huh. Uh, I picked up two baby, baby goslings from her, and then I just recently hatched one in my incubator, mm-hmm. but they both have attached to me. So I don't wow. know. That's just my experience. You can hatch them, and you mm-hmm. just make sure you get them when they're like two or three days old. Okay, cool. Is that the little gray fella we see on your um on your social media? Yeah, the little lone one was the only one that hatched. A friend of mine out of California sent me a five uh, Toulouse, the mm. French uh, geese eggs, and I put it in my incubator, and only one actually hatched. So I feel bad. So he's attached to me everywhere I yeah. go. He's pretty mad right now because we're out in my she shed, which is where I do like. Uh-huh. my podcasting stuff and he's inside so he's he's very mad gotta deal with a little duck at a little goose attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does he does have an attitude it's like a toddler he just cries and cries oh man oh yeah it, it's a huge commitment uh yeah I can imagine. I can imagine. Now, tell me about how did you get your name uh, for your social media, Wilma the Wonder Hen? Did this come off of the? That, is that a uh, blue buff orphanton that you have? A lavender? That's my lavender. That's Wilma. Okay. Uh, Wilma was like one of my dream. Uh, Wilma's like six years old now, almost seven. Wow. So she was one of my dream uh, breeds that I wanted way back, and I could never get. Our local breeders had them, but um, you had to get on a waiting list. Mm. Every year, I never got, you know, picked for that. Oh wow! Hatch, and then I, I just happened to get picked, and it was Wilma. So <laughs> I thought it was fitting since Wilma was my Wonder Girl that she would. And also, when she was little, she actually got a little sick as a, mm. as a hat, as a baby chick. And I had to bring her inside for a while, so I think she just survived. So I called her my mm. wonder hen. So basically, Wilma is the face, and I am just her servant. So <laughs> that's how I feel about all of my chickens. I'm just here to serve them whatever they need. <laughs> yeah, I saw you got goats, right? Yeah, I just got goats. Chicken math hit. So I started off with four as well. Well, two. I started with two, and then I picked up two immediately after, and it was uh, some some buff Orpingtons, the second two, and I really really loved that breed. They were so nice, and they used to follow me around. And it was just really early on in, in the chicken journey. And they were actually rescues because I got them from a, um, a slaughterhouse, basically. Aww. So it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But I, I can under, totally understand why she would be your favorite. I think that's my favorite, favorite breed of chickens. They are amazing. We have all different types of uh, Orpingsons. They come in every color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're amazing. They have great personalities. They're a little on the bossier side. And they're uh-huh. actually... They're actually very sturdy, I think. Yeah. 
they handle themselves pretty well. Yeah, they do. I have a, um, a, some mixed breeds. I don't. We don't know what they are. The, the hatchery they couldn't def- identify. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a they're, chicken. <laughs> they're chickens. I have some chickens. You know those chickens, and they kind of run the coop. But when I introduced the the buff in, along with her small flock, it was four of them. Uh, she kind of was like, okay, nobody's picking on my sister. So that was pretty dope. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the pegging order is uh, quite fascinating. It is. Uh, A lot of people don't realize how mean chickens can be and how uh, domineering, especially hens. Hens are, Mm -hmm. I think, way more, uh, can be way more aggressive than roosters because if you took one of those heifers off, I mean, it is. (laughs) Yeah. She'll never forget. Uh Uh-uh. They remember everything. Yeah, they do. Hey, let's talk a little bit about your homestead. Can you walk us through? You, you did kind of touch on it a little bit, but when we go to your homestead, what do we see? Uh, well, I live in, I'm originally from Florida. I'm not like born and bred in Tennessee, but I moved here in 2005. We actually live on my husband's homestead. My husband grew up here. Mm-hmm. And on this particular, where we live here, there's seven acres. Uh, they do have like 88 acres somewhere else. But here you will, we have, um, well, we do a lot of hay baling and uh, we have a big garden every year. We do use like rain barrels and, you know, we try to uh, raise as much of our own food as we can. But, I mean, we're not 100% reliant on uh, our property, so... I mean, wow. we, still go, we still go to the grocery store and all that stuff. <laughs> but not as much, probably not as much as most no, people. No. That's amazing. That yeah. is amazing. You guys have a farm. That's not a homestead. That's seven yeah. acres. Well, seven acres to me is a whole farm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my father-in-law, they used to uh, grow tobacco and all that mm. stuff here on this property. Okay. And they did, they did a lot of uh, more commercial farming here. They yeah. had goats and pigs and cows and, you know, all the standard uh, dairy. Mm-hmm. They would milk their cow. My, my husband would milk his milk his family cow before we would go to elementary school. <laughs> wow! So you know he know he knew more about farming than I did when I mm-hmm. got. He's been a big help for that. That's awesome. Were you introduced to the farm life and to the chicken life when you moved there, or what? Yeah, did you already yeah. have an introduction well, before that? My my dad always had a big garden when we were growing up, and he okay. actually uh, grew quail. You know, he raised quail for food and things like that. But cool. I didn't really have much to do with it. You know, I don't know when you when you're a teenager and you live in a big city, it's kind of not like. I don't know. I I wish I'd listened more back then, <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, but yeah, I didn't really grow up there. My 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 aunt had chickens, uh-huh. and she had a huge farm. But to actually live it, and it wasn't until I moved here. Got you, got you. That makes that makes so much sense. And then you fell all the way into it. It seems I like you loved it. <laughs> I just fell. I buried myself basically. <clears throat> Right, because of course you went from four to over a hundred. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually downsizing just a tad, just a tad. <laughs> All right, we're, so we're adding a we're adding a heifer calf, a Jersey calf, and we're oh, adding cool. some goats. So to, in order for me to do that, I kind of have to downsize just a little bit. So none of my original mm. chickens, you know, Wilma's followers kind of freaked out when I told her that, but <laughs> none of the ones that you see online. 
just a lot of some younger laying hens maybe bless another family with right. those laying hens so that they can you know have eggs and be a little more sustainable so what do you do with all of those eggs you got all of those birds <laughs> what happens to those eggs and sometimes even with my small flock at about 20 I have more eggs than that know what to do with I, I give my neighbors eggs my co-workers what are you doing with those uh, I can't even tell you how many dozens of eggs we get a week I mean so <laughs> many i give away a lot uh the where i live uh is um, i'd say a little less fortunate maybe mm-hmm. it's just, you know a lot of the people in our neighborhood uh, so i try and give away all the eggs that i can give away so that they can feed their families that's beautiful uh, and i do share with like my church and you know just anyone who needs them i do mm-hmm. sell some occasionally to people that don't live around us uh, but we pretty much just give away all that I can. Just give them away. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. But I know that people are really appreciative of that. And that, that's what this is all about is like sharing this knowledge, sharing this information, but also being able to share the actual products and the fruits yeah. with people. So that's amazing. I mean, I know some people, you know, they have to sell their eggs to earn any money back. You know, if you're doing a homestead, you have to be cautious of what you're just giving away. You know, you have to have money coming in. But, uh, for us, that for me, that never started as that. Like, it's not about profit. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy. No, it doesn't. Because, like I said, I think you said it. You started with four chickens. Of course, you weren't trying to make a profit off of four. Yeah. And then you. But, so, what made you want to get other things or other chickens? Was it? Cause some, like we had um, uh, one of our friends on from Chakra Chickens. He was like. I just saw a different color egg and I wanted more <laughs> colors. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you those olive eggers, we have olive eggers mm-hmm. in different colors. And once you start getting those, we've reached that part of the show where we hook you up with some insider information. And this week it's all about eating pet and pasture. And I got a 20% discount code for you as farmers. We know the love and care it takes to raise happy and healthy animals. So choose the best when it comes to bedding, premium cut, Timothy hay and trees for your furry and feathery friends. So if you're looking for super absorbent hemp bedding or nesting pads for your laying ladies look no further than eaton pet and pasture check them out right now at eatonpetandpasture.com and first time shoppers get a 20 percent discount by typing in reese at checkout that's r-e-e-c at checkout now let's get back to another excellent adventure i, I guess at first i was focused on like breeds mm-hmm. i will say that like you know i wanted a specific breed i mm-hmm. wanted to have those cool looking chickens and then it turned into I really just want to have cool eggs, you know, (laughs) I want all those different colors. And if you've been on Instagram or any of those social media sites, you see all those beautiful baskets of eggs. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, I, I, those copper ones, I I don't have a chicken that lays copper, but I want copper rands bad now. Yes. <laughs> like, I, want I have one. Rands. I have one left. Uh-huh. She's old. She's like seven and a half. She's wow. one of my original girls. And she still lays every now and then. I actually, I actually showed a picture of what she had laid, <laughs> her contribution to the farm. Uh-huh. And now that she's old, she only lays on occasion when she does. Her eggs are very, very tiny, almost like marbles yeah i saw it It was right before (laughs) like a couple posts before your memorial day post i saw it you put the big the huge egg next to the little pebble egg yes that was hers that was her contribution to 
of the farm. So I was very proud of her. But that's, that's cool. when you get your olive angers, you know, mm-hmm. some of those you mix with your uh, black copper marines and then, mm-hmm. uh, that mixture. And that's another thing. How exciting. It's it's like science. Yeah. You yeah. figure out which breeds to put together and then you create different colored eggs. So. Yep. So, sometimes I get mixed in a conversation with people that breed dogs and they're like, I'm going to breed this dog with this dog to get this <laughs> color. And I'm like, well, I was thinking that about my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. You don't see a lot of, well, I don't want to say a lot, but I don't see where I am a lot of men who are, you know, on, mm-hmm. on point for their chickens, you know, and their ladies. And I see, uh-huh. you, I see you giving them their snacks and things. Mm-hmm. And that really is very attractive. You know, that's, a, that's an amazing quality for a gentleman to have. So that's just a tip for you gentlemen, you know, pick up some chickens and you will, you're single or whatever. You'll probably find you a bunch of ladies. Supply. There you go, fellas. So, so next time you are going to track the supply, fellas, just have a chicken yeah. on a leash. It's a it's a woman <laughs> magnet, chick magnet. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you that taking your chicken to track the supply. And wouldn't it be Mel the Wonderhand if I didn't tell you that taking your chicken to track the supply is a bad idea, very bad biosecurity. <laughs> so don't do that. But I'll do that. Next, stand next to the chicken feed. Ask her a question or something. That, there you go. You know, like they tell women to go into like Home Depot and love. Uh-huh. I'm going to find you a single man. Men should go into Tractor Supply or your local feed store and start asking the ladies, like, hey, you know what kind of chickens you got? <laughs> I did not know we were going to get dating and relationship <laughs> tips here, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's pretty cool. You were just talking about something very important, though, biosecurity. I know last year we had the big avian flu outbreak at different places. What are some of the things that you picked up and you were able to uh, use um, to kind of spread information about biosecurity? biosecurity well like a reference or or yeah. point, point people where they should go maybe? yeah either yeah. one mm-hmm. okay well uh, number one you should go to the usca uh i think it's aphids i don't remember the exact url mm-hmm. but it's the usda and it will tell you how to it's called it's called defend the flock mm. and that will give you lots of biosecurity tips now, a lot of times that is more like a commercial. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of information in there that you could utilize on even a smaller scale. And biosecurity is like the number one most important thing. Yeah. You know, you could go into tractor supply. If you don't change your shoes, you can bring in home whatever that other person just brought in on their shoes. Wow. And it may seem like far-fetched, but it really does happen where people bring in those types of viruses and diseases and they bring it into their own flocks. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're thinking you're taking a tractor supply, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. I know it's cute for the internet, but it's not cute for your um, chickens. Right. No. You know, I don't allow anyone to come onto my farm that has chickens. So if you come on here, you're not going to be allowed where my chickens are, unless you change your shoes and things like that. That makes sense. That makes plenty of sense. Heath was saying the same thing he does from City Chicks. He was saying that um they have a dip. Uh, that they walk in and they don't allow people in onto their you know coop area if they have birds or if they've been to a park where geese and ducks are the same thing and have to take the same precautions definitely absolutely i know it sounds over dramatic and silly but if you care about your flock Mm -hmm. it's not so 
Yeah, but you were able to keep your flock safe through all of that, so we better listen yeah. to those that know. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you just have to do a higher level than you would normally have done, you know, mm. making sure no... Uh, you want to keep wild birds away from your flock, so if you're going to yeah. have bird feeders, don't put them on the coop. We, we see some of that on TikTok, you know, mm-hmm. putting bird feeders on their coop. Please don't do that. So Yeah. Yep. No, I appreciate that. That's one thing we can move kind of on to now is talking about social media. I know it's a lot of misinformation being spread on social media. It's also some great and fun things. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you love about social media? Because you're pretty famous on uh, Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love the community. I know that sounds so cliche, but uh, really, Wilma's followers are probably some of the funniest people some of the most talented people i try to get to know the people that are interested in watching us mm-hmm. a lot of people that watch us don't even have chickens yeah they may have had chickens <laughs> when they were little you know they may have went to the grandma's house and had chickens my whole point of our account if you watch it long enough it's kind of i don't know it's my mind playing out into video yeah <laughs> and my mind is disturbed at times but i wanted it to be fun so yeah. yeah, I love I love the people that follow Wilma. They are some of the funniest people. Yeah, I love it. It's a very, for the most part, a very positive community of people on Instagram and TikTok, Facebook. The, 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 Y'all are also like on Pinterest, too. Pinterest okay. is a great place to be. I need to get on Pinterest. Pinterest I not is not Pinterest. a social media app, so yeah. it's more of a search engine. So. There we go. I love, I'm going to have to dive into that soon. Yes, you do. Yes, you, you. I'll tell you, I'm kind of jealous because growing up, one of my dream jobs was being on the radio. <laughs> I'm too old now to do any of that stuff but i just remember the little radio station this has nothing to do with chickens but the little radio station up the road from us this little rock station you could go in there anytime and those guys were just sitting there smoking and drinking (laughs) they were playing music and man you just thought this is so cool we've reached that part of the show where we hook you up with some insider information and this time it's some egg side information y'all know what i mean (laughs) because people ask me all the time how do you get your chickens so fluffy and healthy and happy and their eggs are so bright beautiful and they taste delicious too i would love to dedicate all those things to me coming in and having a great time in that chicken coop every day and shaking it up with those ladies but the fact is it comes from a healthy and balanced diet of Purina's Laina that's the brand we use whether you've got laying hens and you want to go with the Purina Laina plus omega-3 or you've got a bunch of baby chicks running around in your brooder and you go with that Purina start and grow crumble you can't lose I know we haven't so visit their website today and in three easy steps you can get discount coupons for the Purina product that's right for some great nutrition for your animals I did it myself and it only took me about two minutes it's absolutely worth it and to make things easier we have the hyperlink on our website blackyardchickens.com just look under product of the month and you'll see the link right there to go and try your purina feed greatness and through their trial program they can pair you with the right nutrition and let you try it with your animals and see the results now i can tell you all day how purina feed greatness has been absolutely phenomenal for my chickens goats ducks and rabbits but you can see for yourself go to blackyard chickens with the Dot com. Now let's get back to this week's adventure. Right, for a job, right? The people actually do that for a living, yeah. right? <laughs> now that's cool. And then you have your own podcast, so you are living that dream. You are living that media dream. Tell me about the podcast. How did that get started? Well, my podcast started, it's more like a passion project, okay? I just wanted to hear other people's stories. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear 
um, why they got chickens. I wanted to hear how it helped them with their anxiety or their depression. Because mm. a lot of people got chickens during COVID and a lot of people were shut in. And, uh, and that's where a lot of these people became chicken owners. So I wanted to hear, like, how did it change your life? So I'm just always interested in other people's why. Why? Yeah. You, so exactly same thing here exactly see see what i did there same thing here and that's what that's what i got started with chickens too during the pandemic it was a project for that and it actually helped with just being um stressed just being stressed yeah. out just being around chickens is almost yeah. as impossible to be stressed talk about that a little bit like some yes. of the those benefits that we don't think were going to be benefits yeah well a lot of the conversations i had with the people on our show the benefits are they don't even count eggs like eggs are a bonus yeah so a lot of people that also felt isolated from during covid you know they had a place to go and sit we have a lot of people that i'm just saying in general a lot of people Mm -hmm. that um had depression that some people were recovering from drugs and they actually use them as therapy to kind of help them relax. Um, they can lower your blood pressure. They can provide endless entertainment. Yeah, endless. They have their own personalities. I know a lot of people think like they're so far from their actual being around a chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, other than a grocery store. <laughs> right. They, they don't know that they have all these amazing personalities. I can look at my chicken and kind of think what she's thinking. Like, you know, right. <laughs> Me too. Most of the time it's just, do I have food? Yeah, do you have snacks? <laughs> snacks. They are snack driven. They are just hungry, hungry heifers. So. They are. They really are. I saw the little girl uh, train her chicken. I was like, I know it was food involved with this training. <laughs> yes. Always. It's always food. It right. really is. That's all I think of is food. Absolutely. Tell me about uh, the the goose and gander, the the geese and gander that you have. Um, Did you get into that immediately after the chickens? or How how did you get into the the goose game? Okay. Well, I didn't get my geese until March of this year. So geese are new for me. But anything I, I get, I always try and learn. That's something that maybe you should, I suggest people do, like, before you get chicks. Make sure you research. Figure out all that you know or can know about them before you get them. Yeah. So like with the geese, I contacted my friend who's a breeder, and I thought, I'm going to get geese. I have no idea. I just woke up, and I want to So I see a lot of people with ducks, and I really didn't want ducks, because uh-huh. all you ever hear about ducks is how disgustingly messy they are. Messy, right? Yeah, disgusting. And geese are, are messy, but not as messy as as ducks would be. Okay. So I thought, I'm going to go in the middle. So when I brought them home, I was like, that was it. They, they took all of my soul and sucked <laughs> it out, and they now have it. 
in their bodies. <laughs> ah, I love that. I love that. I'm I'm getting newly into the duck game soon. I got ducks on the way. Uh, oh, how they, exciting! What are you getting? So I'm getting uh, four different breeds. I talked to. I did some research, like you said, some extensive research on YouTube. <laughs> hey, YouTube has a lot of good things. They do. They have a lot, and you just look for the contradictory information and yeah. try to go somewhere down the middle. Yeah. I talked to my vet, and then I um, called the hatchery. I called two different hatcheries and then asked a million questions. I know I got in their nerves, and then I got I got four breeds coming. It's, I'm just getting four four ducks with all four different breeds. Oh, how that, exciting! All right, so I'm just really looking forward to them and see, hoping to imprint and move forward from there with that. Oh, so. that's exciting. Yep. I yep. never wanted ducks, but I'll watch your ducks. So. There we go, and I'll watch your geese. I, I'll feel the same <laughs> about geese. Like I, I want one, but I'm like. I don't know if I want a goose, a goose right now. Yeah. I got chased. I got chased by Canadian geese when I was little. I was like five, <laughs> and one bit me on the butt. So yeah. I think that's. I got some built-in geese trauma. <laughs> well, I will tell you now, Jack and Shelby, they do chase even though they're young. They're only four months old. But if it, like the UPS man came in the yard. Jack did chase the UPS man. <laughs> the UPS man came up and he's like, "Oh, are these geese friendly?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, they're, to they're me. friendly." <laughs> yeah, to me. <laughs> and as soon as I said that, Jack turned around and he just waddled <laughs> and he just chased them right out of the yard. I oh wow! <laughs> you got a tech geese. Yeah, I was like, "Sorry, man, I can't help you." Right, that's how I feel about my dog. I feel like, do your dog bite? Not me. I mean, she has teeth. I wouldn't trust it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Very right, true. that's cool. That's cool. So I, I know you said your, it was your husband's homestead that you guys moved yeah. to. So obviously he's getting he's getting these cows and everything. So he helps out. Any other family or friends help out with, with what you got going on? Uh, no, it, I have to maintain if I. Whatever I get, I have to maintain. <laughs> okay. Me. My husband it. works a lot. He owns his own company, and, and you know how that goes. Right. If you don't work, you don't work, you don't eat. So, right. Um, I have to be able to take care of it myself. Got you. I got you. I got you. That make that makes plenty of sense to me. So this is some of the front of questions we ask our chicken people as we wind down in this episode. If you had to pick one breed, and I'm gonna ask you a different question because usually it's just about chickens. If you had to pick one type of backyard poultry plus the breed, what would it be? Uh, let's see. Like poultry in general, or mm -hmm. like just the breed. Either one, so like the poultry in general, and then the breed of that poultry. Uh, well, I have to say I do love Mr. Jangles, and he okay. is, he's an Orpington, so he's huge. He is huge. He's a big boy, but he's a big baby. <sighs> yeah, I've seen you hold him, and I was like, yeah, that is an ostrich. That's <laughs> <laughs> space up here. But yeah, I'd have to say Mr. Jangles. Any of the Orpingtons are probably the my favorites. Mm. I love the Orpington colors too on the roofs. They are really oh, pretty. Yeah. yeah. The boys are always more colorful. If you look at the 
female versions to the male mm-hmm. versions, even though they may be the same color, they have a variant kind of, mm-hmm. they have a whole style and the girls are kind of plain. So I think only in humans are the women better looking than the men and everything <laughs> else is like the, the guys have yeah. to do something extra to attract the ladies. They do. Like, if you ever watch wild birds, like, look yeah. at the different wild birds, those those guys are, like, stunning. Yeah. Yep. I was looking at, um, oh, my goodness, I forgot the name of it, but it's a quail. An Asian quail is, like, super pretty. Oh, yeah. And, yep. And I was like, man, this thing is amazing. And I saw the female version. I was like, it's just a little great chick. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> those boys have to have something to attract the girls. So. That's it. That's it. I know we all kind of borrow from each other. What have you borrowed lately from another backyard farmer or somebody on social media? What tip or trick? Oh, gosh. Well, the the latest thing I think I've learned is from my breeder of my geese. And uh, that was new knowledge, learning mm-hmm. how to interact with them, what their needs are. So I don't really have anything physical, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a tip like yeah communication okay education yeah anything any tip or trick that you borrowed give us one we love to steal that type of information (laughs) uh well uh i have a million tips in my brain but i think with my latest would be my latest educational thing personally would be about geese in that they do imprint on their mm-hmm. chickens and uh, mainly their diet is grass. Mm. I mean like 90% of their diet is grass and even as baby goslings, they will chew on each other just because they need to be outside on grass. They need to graze. Kind of like chicken. Kind of like gotcha. cows. Yeah. Wow, that's great information. Good to know. Very good. And I wonder if ducks need to graze. I might need to open my pen up a little more. Yeah, you you got to learn. You got to check out all those things. Yep, but. yep. No, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining our show. It's been an amazing conversation. I do want to ask you the question we love to ask everybody, and I got this from my guys all the smoke. Who would you like to see on the Excellent Adventure Show? But you might have to help get them on here. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Mm. I think. Uh, let's see. Well, oh gosh, that's a hard question. <laughs> that's not a fair question. I'm sorry. There's, there's so many, but if I would talk about my my own favorite people, I would yeah. love to see you have Ray from COVID Cluckers. Okay, I love COVID here. Cluckers. She she yeah. started during COVID, and mm-hmm. she's actually very very smart. She started. Um, she's a teacher so she mm. wanted to know all the knowledge first and uh, she lives in the city so she has to deal with the restrictions yeah I mean, ordinances yep yep so that would be my pick 
I love that pick. I'm going to hit up Colbert Cluck as soon as we get finished. Okay. <laughs> you one tell of my favorite you. people to follow. I will. I will. She's one of my favorite people to follow. So positive. Always sharing videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Just I a really, really good. I do community. love Ray. We've become very good friends. That's a right. good thing about social media is you do you do get a few good friends out of it. So yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you for all those that aren't following you. Please go follow her right now at Wilhelmina the Wonder Hen. You are Wilma the Wonder Hen. You always have a, an array of tips on your page. Um, you have advice. You have you even had a whole thing about combs and what combs yeah. do. So that was amazing. Yeah. So make sure that you follow her. I, I love that you said it's it's cool to give them treats, but not too many because we don't yeah. want to have them too you know unhealthy. They need yeah, that balanced diet. Yeah. You know, I would love to have you on my podcast. I can't wait. It's, it's now a I know deal. that you're you're probably more fancier than I am. No. No, no, no. We would, but we would love to have you. We can't wait. I, I'm, I am down. Just let me know when and where, and okay. I'll be there. Oh uh, yeah, you can't go. You can't back out now. <laughs> I know. I said it live. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Definitely look forward okay, to it. Okay, great, wonderful. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You have some wonderful birds, some wonderful hens, and I, I'm so glad that we're part of this year's Purina family. I get to see, yes. meet some great people. Yes. And I'm we glad we were Karina. able to to put that uh that egg conspiracy to rest. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. <laughs> oh my goodness, right. Right. Appreciate you coming on the show. You guys make sure that you follow her online. This has been another excellent adventure. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Excellent Adventures powered by Blackyard Chickens. Now, if you think you want to raise your own backyard flock, here's the site for you. Blackyardchickens.com. We make entertaining videos about raising baby chicks from scratch. You know what I mean by from scratch, right? Or maybe you want to learn how to take care of your own big chickens or hens and get those fresh eggs. Building a coop or buying a coop, having the necessary things inside that coop to get great egg production. You'll learn a lot of the neat tricks I've picked up along the way from other chicken enthusiasts. And you can get pretty eggs just like those. So follow us on social media and check us out on our YouTube channel.